Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 22nd episode of the Chicken Chess Club. The chess world is on fire yet again. Magnus Carlsen played a two-game game against Hans Niemann. D4, not F6, C4 resigns. And here, to make sense of it all, are the two experts on Magnus Carlsen, his trainers, confidants, best friends, who have liberty to share every thought he's ever thought and or mentioned. Laurent Fessinet and Peter Heine Nielsen. Laurent, Hi. tell us everything. Well, uh, the only good news of all that is that we're not going to listen for, for Peter for like, he will stay silent for the first 30, 40 minutes. And I kind of, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I kind of enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, the only, uh, you know, good thing uh, I could find about uh, that, uh, that stuff. Peter, how is life? Ah, oh, life is okay. Um, hanging out here in, in Vilnius. Uh, my wife is in in Washington, so I'm playing golf not only with myself but with my son at times. So, I mean, we're planning to do that later today. But um, I guess you're not really interested in my personal life today today either. So, no. As Magnus's coach, I guess I can say that uh, from a sort of tournament strategical point, both sort of losing games on purpose or leaving the tournament is not going to lead to a, a lot of wins. So. Well, that uh, I think it was like someone that Kira said that conspiracies involving draws is not good in tournaments where, well, you need to have more than 50%. And of course, um, making zeros is, is even worse. So um, it's not an ideal situation, but um, I'm sure that you, you two will take us through every detail here for the next hour. Before we get into that, it's great to hear that the Champions Chess Tour um, doesn't seem to affect your golfing schedule. Like, how, how do you coordinate? No, it's quite easy, right? I mean, um, well, the, the game starts at, at 7, which fits reasonably well with uh, darkness coming in. So in that sense, I would say that it, it fits perfectly, right? Yeah, I take my kid to school at uh, 8.30 in the morning, and there's uh, plenty of space for, for, for golfing. No, I understand you're on time to watch the Champions Chester. I mean, the, the preparing for the Champions Chester. Well, you can see that the number of games are getting limited all the time. So in that sense, it's also fr fr friendly, right? But no, I, I, I understand that. Uh, well, for day, I mean, I was about to say, I'm actually not going to go golfing. That's not true. I'm going to bring my son, son there. So after this podcast, I have some time to prepare. But uh, Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I mean you, you, are you are trying to pretend that you are, you are preparing these games, yeah? Not at uh, all. I'm saying it openly. But uh, of course, I am. it's my job. Ah, okay, so like, okay, we will come to that later. But this uh, this pug uh, game, I'm I'm curious because anyone with an engine <laughs> can see that after after <laughs> six moves. H five plus two is kind of. Um, but to be fair, he deviated from the Eric Aisi Carlson game where every <laughs> was played. He played the first move H four, like that was hard. Thing. Anyway, we are. Losing ourselves in inside jokes. So let's start with the big, big topic. The Champions Chess Tour has started another event, the Julius Bear Generation Cup. It's the usual format for most of these online tournaments. It's 16 players. They play 15 rounds against each other as a qualifier and then eight move on to the knockout section. And it's a fun field, I would say. It has Magnus Carlsen. Anish Giri, two favorites of the pot, 
than a lot of the talented, great youngsters out there, Eric Gaisi, Keimer, Pragnananda, Hans Niemann, and some of the veterans, Ivan Gelfand. So I really enjoyed the field. Magnus Carlsen was off to a great start on the first day. But of course, the game everyone was looking forward to was the game. Niemann versus Carlsen played in round number six on the second day. Niemann also had a very good score. I think he won three games on the first day, lost one. So he was right up there. Then he lost a horrible game against Eric Aisi in round number five, where he plundered a pawn. Frankly, like a little kid, like queen a5, knight takes d5 is an incredibly common trick. And having done that, he was facing the world champion. was exciting. The game started at, I think, 7 p.m. my time, a little later... Magnus, people were waiting for him, but sometimes he's a bit late for these events. You could see Hans sitting there on camera waiting. Played d4. Magnus went knight f6. Niemann played c4. And Carlsen resigned and disconnected his camera. He, I think in order to resign, had to make at least one move. My first theory was that it was to make sure the game counts for whatever rating or anything you have to make a move. But I think in order to resign, he had to make a move. So, that's where we are. What do we think? What does this tell us? Laurent, any hot takes? Yeah, no, I mean, like, Peter, Peter is not going to talk. <laughs> that's my first hot take. Yeah, no, uh, la- la- last week I said I was I was puzzled that uh, Magnus accepted uh, his invitation. So, that was the idea, probably. Uh, when he decided to play, uh, he decided he was not going to play against Neiman. I definitely consider this as an option. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't actually imagine that the game would go like any other games. That it would be normal. I, I was kind of uh, very confused, and uh, that was um, uh, Magnus' idea. It seems so. For the few, very few people who were doubting about his first tweet, Magnus' tweet, now he's clearly uh, making a statement. That uh, he does believe uh, that Hans is a, is a cheater, basically, which, uh, in a way, I mean, uh, it has been uh, proved. I mean, he was cheating previously online. He admitted it. So, um, yeah, um, that's, uh, of course, uh, I saw many, many, many critics. Uh, ah, Peter, you have something to say? Wow. Please. No, you, you should unmute. Please, we cannot hear you. No, you should unmute. Yeah, I was trying to mute for coughing, then I hit the other button. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, please go on with your speech. That's what yeah, you no, may- You can't raise your virtual hand and then say, please go on. Ah, no, it's really a mistake. I'm sorry. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I know many people were very, very critical about uh, Magnus, which I think... Uh, it's unfair. Uh, well, first of all, uh, I saw the hammer was the first one. Yeah, so hammer is is a is a former second of Magnus. Uh, he was helping Magnus in the first um, two matches, uh, basically replaced by uh, by you, Jan. <laughs> no, wow. I mean the I don't. I don't think that's exactly how it went. No, 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 no. no, no. no but he's not. Was made way no, before it... I was in the picture. 
so he's sitting there in this TV2 studio mainly because, I mean, the main reason for that is that Magnus is doing so well in, in tournament. So uh, <laughs> I think f- the first uh, uh, the first uh, feeling should be to be uh, grateful. And l- let's not forget that this online tournament and this Magnus Carlsen Invitational was the first one of the series. Of course, he doesn't give all the rights uh, to Magnus, but I mean, he started this idea with tournaments. Let's face it, when uh, there is um, a tournament with Magnus or without Magnus, it's definitely not the same. And he did a lot of uh, uh, good things for chess. So, I mean, it's pretty clear for now, since the start of the pandemic, including myself, who was sitting here during the pandemic, and uh, having a job commentating uh, for the French channel of uh, Chess24. So, of course, it, it, it's not it's not good for the tournament. It's, it's very unfair for, for other players. And I, I would say it's mainly unfair for Magnus himself because, uh, first of all, uh, he's going zero. Okay, we all understand that he's uh, going to qualify because uh, he's much better than the field. But I don't think if he's uh, playing against Hans again in quarterfinals, in semifinals, or in the final, I, I really don't think he's going to play. I mean, so he's hurting, he's damaging his chances uh, big time, actually. That was one of my big questions. If they play in the knockout, if he's going to do the same thing. My hunch would also be yes, but yeah, let me try to reply to a couple of things you said. Of course, it's unquestionable that Magnus has been has been great for chess and many of us us very much included have had jobs largely due to his success. It's a question then if it's still okay for people to criticize him because I think it's an <clears throat> also strange position to say big part of the chess world owes Magnus jobs or work, including Hammer. Um, but that doesn't mean we all have to agree with his actions. No, like uh, people will talk about. No, I, I, I. Decision. I just want to answer that uh, very part. Also, it's not about... Okay, of course, uh, we, we got jobs uh, thanks to him, but also fans. I think it's great that there is Magnus Carlsen around. I mean, yeah, I remember... No I, I mean, I remember his game, uh, his uh, seven uh, matches against uh, Nakamura. I mean, it was just great to, to follow. I mean, this is one of my best uh, memories in chess. I mean, so we shouldn't forget. I mean, it's, he gets a lot of critics online uh, we, we, for, from, from people. It's... Uh, uh, but we shouldn't forget all what he did. I mean, let's no, be... Sure. Yeah. Also, where chess would be without him. But Peter has something yeah. to say. Maybe he misclicked. We don't know. Um, I, actually, I do. I mean, well, just to sort of uh, talk about Hammer is always a good subject. Well, I mean, yes, he, he owes a lot to Magnus, his job. But also, well, he's... Uh, well, it's not like he's an educated journalist because he, he dropped out of his studies. But, well, he started some journalism. I mean, you're also obliged to, I think, uh, take the role you have. And when you are a journalist, of course, you have to ask the, the tough questions. You have to have your own opinions. There's nothing particularly wrong with that, uh, I think. that I, 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 yeah, okay. You don't agree? Yeah, that's what I was no, saying. No. Like, uh, if, uh, obviously, Magnus has been good for, for mm-hmm. chess, but still people should should do their jobs now and have the right to their opinions. My, my main critic about their opinions is it's all very black, you know, and it's, it shouldn't be, uh, you know, like it's not, it's it's white or black, you know, like uh, it's very uh, one-sided. And I think you should take the, the whole picture. And 
uh, the world picture is not that bad. I mean, like Magnus should be banned for the championship two or FIDE ethic commission should should, uh, should get uh, should get the case. And why did he didn't do it for Uifan in Gibraltar when she played like uh, as a complaint? She played. Uh, she resigned after two moves, or she got mated, or no, she or made what, like, uh, like five moves in Gibraltar. Who Uifan at that time? I'm not sure if she was the women's world champion, but she was for sure the strongest female player. Um, who was active at the time. And she was upset that she thought she was getting paired against too many other female players in Gibraltar. And as a protest, then she lost the game on purpose in five moves against actually a male Indian Grandmaster. So I actually, I, rem I want to make a point about that case. I remember, well, there was a lot of suspicion at that point also that they made this kind of interesting pairings because a lot of uh, interesting parents uh, pairings seem to appear like uh, as you said strong female players playing against each other these kind of things but i remember specifically checking the last round pairing more or less they were by just done normally you know like <laughs> they, they they were done normally and uh, well you will always um, pay attention to these things um, that looks artificial but there was nothing wrong there also i think well That was part of it that, let's say, the strongest female players was in a certain rating bracket and you would be paired down, downwards and upwards. And for Ho Yifan, having a much higher rating meant that she would end up playing this uh, female segment. I think, well, we used to say this the female segment plus uh, Long and Strand because they had similar ratings. But, um, I mean, well, there is a lot of female players playing this tournament and they have a certain rating segment and Ho Yifan will get paired about against them quite, quite, quite often. Well, it's But normally, if you have like whatever plus three and open your twenty six fifty, you will often get paired with twenty four fifty. Let's say so exactly. Yeah. And while for male players they don't give uh, sort of conditions for that rating segment, for female players they do. So there will be artificially a lot of female players in that rating seg segment compared to average. So there was logical explanations for for that with the with the Hu Yifan case. But that's well, that's one good example, and she wasn't uh, well. Nothing happened to her. Her, except that she lost the game and didn't get a, a prize, uh, as far as I remember. But are we sure Magnus did not resign against Niemann to protest that he's playing against only male players in this Champions <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit weak. Okay. Just, just yeah. checking. Here's yeah, my, say... my next theory. Yeah. Before we get serious, I have one more very hot take. Because <laughs> Magnus, of course, he lost to Niemann in the Sinkfield Cup. And then he withdrew from the tournament after three rounds, which meant that Niemann did not get the point for that win in the Sinkerfield Cup. He took a win away from Hans and maybe just felt it was the proper thing to do to give that victory back now in the Champions Chess Tour. So he felt it was the honorable thing to resign, to return that point that he took from Hans in the Sinkerfield Cup, evening things out. And people are now saying it's unfair what he did. Yeah, I think that comment speaks speak for itself. Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't you don't trust any of my. Teams. No, I'm extremely impressed with finding that kind of logic. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of angle I would expect from you. <laughs> exactly. No, I am I, I am genuinely very impressed. I mean, also, yeah, uh, but I'm I'm not I'm yeah. I think that by not commenting on this one, I get some credibility for not commenting on other things as well. This one. <laughs> 
You you're just hang in there. I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> there were some sponsors with ties to Russia somewhere. <laughs> we'll get to them. Um yeah, I, I so, mean well, well, one more thing I wanted to say about that that if he would have played the game normally, it would have felt as an apology, maybe. I mean also serious uh, question, were you surprised? Because we know him a little bit. You guys I think know Magnus better than me. And I was I was actually predicting on my on my broadcast that I think it's not unlikely he's not gonna play the game. It felt a little in character. No, he's not the type to back down. He also has made it clear he's not gonna speak on the matter. So it felt like it was a likely thing to happen. Do you agree or Sure, sure. Uh, sure. I, I didn't. I, as I said um, previously, I didn't imagine the, the game going normal. Uh, I was, if he would just uh, lose, I thought he wouldn't show up maybe for the game, but maybe there's something in the regulation which um, which you cannot do. I mean, I, I, I don't, so, so I don't exactly uh, know, but yeah, no, that was really uh, something to. To expect, I mean, if he has more, I mean, we don't know. Uh, I mean, like we, Jan and myself, don't know uh, what what happens behind the scene. So it's clear that he has some. Uh, for for me, it, it it makes it clear that he has some, uh, let's say, informations, extra information that the, the larger audience as us don't get. I'm not uh, convinced by that. Like, okay, Peter's not going to tell us, but in general, it's been all over. The, the well, internet um, for for two weeks now. I think he knows, as yeah, most people seem to have known for a while, and also is out in the public now that Neiman has cheated uh, online. I don't know about the extent either of the cheating and of Magnus' knowledge of it. And then he drew conclusions from the from the Sinkfield Cup. I'd be surprised. I don't know, obviously, um, if he. If he had more of a smoking gun, because then at this point we would have heard about it, I would guess. But maybe I, Peter will tell us. Yeah, I will tell you something else. Uh, uh, I'll ask ask a question. Did anyone check betting markets before their game? Because, uh, well, a normal betting market, of course, would get pretty good odds on uh, Neiman winning the game. So I'm curious that. Well, I didn't do it myself. Um, but, I mean, someone guessing that uh, Magnus would not play the game could have earned uh, quite some money if, let's say, the bookmakers were doing their usual rating predictions. They will give, like, odds 5 or 6 for Neiman winning the game. Uh, that's actually interesting for me, how the, the market evaluated these kind of things. And, and at the same time, I managed to derail it. Are you talking discussion. about the Champions Chess Tour? Like, yeah, is yeah. There, is there a betting market or are you just making all this up? <laughs> I assume there coming. were, but I actually no. don't know. There's not? Yeah. Uh, no, of course, of course. I, I guess there's some betting on chess. Okay, from France, I cannot. Uh, I on cannot bet. Games? It's... Like, okay, no one knows anything. Yeah, you're just making this up. This is just. I have seen it in. Er- I've seen it in earlier tournaments for sure. But uh, both me. Uh-huh. Online tournaments. Online tournaments. Yes, chess Two. I will not guarantee because. Well, also like Laurent, uh, we are both behind. We are blocked by our the the countries we live in from accessing this kind of information. Yeah, and we only do VPN? legal things. You don't have, yeah? so <laughs> we only we only do legal things uh, with uh, with Peter. So let's be let's be transparent on that one. And um, anyway, I, I haven't checked the betting market, and even even if I had, I would consider it improper to use this. Maybe knowledge we have to gain in betting. No, no, no. I'm not talking about winning money. I'm talking about. 
uh, understanding if the market expected it. Because, well, if the odds was, let's say, six for Neiman winning, then some if people expected it, they would try to earn a lot of money and the odds would fall. I mean, this is a very typical way to find out if there is the suspicion of uh, foul play. I mean, that's how they... Well, I mean, uh, I think UEFA and most sports, they, they sort of... Um, all observe the betting markets for irregular patterns. Um, so now I'm just yeah. curious. But what are we talking about now? The Sinkerfield Cup game? or the No, no. We're game? talking about Championship Tour. I mean, you both seem to suspect that Magnus would not show up. No, I'm just trying to get an idea if uh, if people in general um, uh, sort of was expecting Magnus to sh- not show up because that's the case. The odds of him would have been dropped because people would try to use that knowledge to earn money. Uh, that's my point. Okay. I mean, this is a well. It's a normal way to find out if there is information in the market. I think even at some point the FBI was suggesting there should be betting markets for for the next terror event because then information would sort of uh, go out like like this and people would. Uh, but uh, well, it would seem to be immoral. But it's a typical way of trying to gather information that you don't have to just to check the betting markets because well, people with this information would typically try to earn some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you haven't done it. You're just sharing this information. With people, if they want to get information, they should check the betting market. <laughs> well, I think so. Yes, I mean it's like checking the well, stock, one, stock market, etc. Yeah. One information we get is that we have this statement uh, from Chess.com from during the Sinkerfield Cup, and uh, <laughs> what we know is that we did we still didn't get, which implied that uh, Niman uh, didn't cheat only twice, as he said, but he, that he cheated on a more uh, regular basis, right. and he, he didn't answer to that. So that's very disturbing to me. So uh, it means that he's just admitting that... Uh, Was he uh, asked? No, but if if I would have a letter from Chess.com accusing me of, uh, <laughs> on, let's say, cheating on their site, I guess I, I would I would answer. Um, I mean, uh, <laughs> and he, he doesn't. So um, that's uh, very confusing. And that's why I think that, uh, Magnus, I disagree with you, Jan, with all due respect, that Magnus has some uh, uh, more informations. Yeah, but no uh, one's questioning us. that he cheated a bunch online, no? Like, if it's two yeah. times or more, like, I don't think people have that many that many doubts. But we also don't have that many doubts about many, many other names that we keep not mentioning on this podcast because it's not public knowledge. So that's that's still the spot I find tricky like how many conclusions can we draw and also should we draw like morally from from online cheating i think we all agree obviously it's wrong and shouldn't be done and maybe this will be helpful for everybody that it can have big consequences reaching into the real world even if you do it as a kid and then you become a strong player like your reputation will be very very tarnished um but yeah i'm still still not sure but we keep having the same debate about what conclusions you can draw from that in regards to offline or, well, now it's online, but cheating in very public tournaments. I don't know the answer. I also don't know morally if one should, yeah, <laughs> stand on in that corner and say, okay, we don't have any evidence in Sinkerfield Cup and we keep dragging Hans through the arena. Or we should say, okay, he cheated online. He doesn't He doesn't deserve any, any defending. So I find that a very, very tough. To balance for me, like so. Let me have a hot take. Maybe um, is is Magnus yesterday did uh, something great against online cheating that you will be shamed for uh, the rest of your 
career if you if you cheat online. So uh, yeah, I'm not going to play against cheaters. But do and, we do uh, we know it's that or is it you you should really not be a cheater and then beat Magnus in a classical game like that's that's gonna be I don't know. Let's see how he behaves uh, <laughs> against all those cheaters. But I mean, he's making a strong statement. I mean, like if you cheat online, uh, or maybe uh, I don't know. I don't know what he exactly uh, thinks. But uh, yeah, and also the statement of his game is that to organizers. I don't know if he did it on purpose, but to organizers in the Champions Chess Tour for no, uh, Carlson Chess Tour. No, to organizers, normal organizers, let's say a London Chess Classic or something, or Grand Chess Tour. I mean, if you invite Neiman and myself, um, well, uh, <laughs> there are going to be a problem, most likely. So you have to you have to think about that. I don't know if it was on. I mean, I don't think it was the purpose of his uh, his aiming after after two moves. But it's clear that he's making a, a very strong statement for future uh, people to invite. Let's say Vaikanze. Uh, I mean, uh, it's clear that Magnus is invited every year there. Will the organizer of Vaikanze uh, will take the risk to to get Niman in his tournament? But it's just Niemann, or is it also bad to invite any of the other online cheaters that we are not mentioning here? That, I, I don't know. But uh, Peter has something to say. Please, Please, Peter. Yeah, now I forgot it. I just try and uh, figure <laughs> Yes, what I wanted to say is that, well, again, just from a general observation, well, it's clear to me that Magnus must be feeling strongly for something. And uh, even to the extent of... Uh, taking quite some reputational damage and well that's obviously something i i very much respect uh, if you know right that uh, well for instance the, the recent fide elections i mean so many people don't like me anymore well maybe that not that many did in the beginning sutovsky has been tweeting that i'm completely destroying my reputation but well that's the reputation i would like to have and uh, well it seems to me magnus feels very strongly for this right and he's actually willing to take a considerable amount of heat uh, and I think, uh, well, as Lorang is maybe indicating that, well, time will tell if it's seen as a heroic act or if it's uh, seen as uh, just uh, absurdity. And uh, I think uh, that uh, is something we will only know uh, in a while or we might actually never know. But no, you mentioned it does have skin in the game, which yeah, has to be um, commended that he's very much taking a stand, also leaving the Sinkerfield Cup. He's not really helping himself. With it in this tournament, I'm not sure how much he's hurting himself. He's going to qualify anyway. We'll see if he if they play in the quarterfinals and he withdraws from the tournament. That's a bigger statement. But, but he, he is also risking, I mean, some kind of sanctions. I mean, well, Hammer says that uh, it's unsportsmanlike uh, behavior, and uh, well, you can definitely make that uh, point, right? Uh, and um, I'm not so saying I agree. Is like, uh, is Fide going to exclude him from the Champions Chess Tour? Are they? Will they make sure he doesn't get invited to Vikansi? Like, will they fine him hundred thousand dollars? What sanctions are we talking? I mean, well, there is. I mean, well, the FIDE Ethical Commission has the power to remove uh, presidents. Uh, the, well, we only have one president, but I mean, well, they can actually do a lot of things. In principle, they could, I think they could ban him like they did with Kayakin if they actually choose to. I think that would be uh, insane. What but are I'm the odds just... of them banning Magnus? It's 0.0001%, <laughs> no? So it's not like that's um, a crazy um, risk he's taking. I, I, I generally agree with you there. I'm just saying that, well, these things 
are there? There is a, both a chess juridical system and there is a real uh, juridical system. I mean, Hans could also sue him, as far as I understand, if he had some kind of... Uh, well, if he thought he could win the case. I'm not at all sure he, he could. Magnus, but Magnus has, also not has said anything. Exactly. No, this is, which is why yeah, uh, I'm... I'm not sure what his endgame is here. Is it just going to be whenever he plays Hans, he's not playing, and then he hopes he doesn't have the same tournaments with Hans? And also, I don't know this. Maybe I should know this, but I don't. Wouldn't he have be enough pull behind the scenes in the Champions Chess Tour, hosted by the Play Magnus group, if he didn't want Hans in the tournament, not to have Hans in the tournament? Or is that is that a business decision? Like, we get way more clicks. Maybe I mean, be, the organizer wrong. said he was qualified, uh, Niemann, so they didn't have much uh, choice if they didn't want to, to, to be sued. I would like to react to something. First of all, congratulations, so much Peter. Hypothetical. Uh, Peter, congratulations. You waited um, 25 minutes before mentioning the name of Sotowski, which is kind of a live record. So <laughs> so it's good. And I, 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 I disagree with you, Jan, that the... the, the Again. I'm taking the bet about the ban of uh, Fidelitics commissions because I mean it's not I mean the rules of chess is written that you should uh, you should have a, um, let's say you should play your games uh, with the intention to do your your best I mean it's in Fide regulations or uh, you cannot uh, lose on purpose basically I mean so the ban thing is not like zero also point. in unrated online games. Uh-huh. I mean, like, it's, well, it's it's written... a lot of people, no? Like, yeah, but they are, they, are, they are applying apparently in the championship to regulations, the FIDE uh, regulations. So I, I don't know how they, of course, it's, <laughs> it's a very weird situation. And I don't think uh, uh, overall, I mean, if you look at the world picture, uh, I mean, it's clear that Magnus uh, shouldn't get any. Uh, also, any Magnus forfeited himself playing the world championship match, which. People could argue is a reasonably big event. I don't think he's terrified. No, being banned from it's, playing whatever. It's well, when you start a game, it's different. I mean, you have to. The, I mean, starting a game and not and declining an invitation to play a match, it's a, it's a different story. I would say. Anyway, so what what is his end game here? He's just not going to say anything because that might be risky. Also. Legally, Niemann is also never going to give any interviews again. So we'll never have a Magnus interview again at a tournament. And then if he plays Hans, he's going to resign. Yeah? Peter has something to say. Yeah, well, okay, just to, to answer your question before I get to my main point, which I'll forget in the meantime. Uh, well, I think this idea of having an end game, I mean, is that how far you calculate in these situations? I mean, well, do you think our FIDE election had an end game? I mean, well, we... You know, you do something you feel for, and you see how it uh, develops. You do something that you feel is uh, is right. Would be my. Well, he resigned from the Sinkfield Cup that's been two weeks ago, and he clearly made the decision not to play against mm-hmm. Hans here. So I would guess he's a very very smart guy. That there is some some plan Maybe. behind it, no? Or is just I have be, I have uh, no idea. When I play chess, I make a move, then something happens, and I make another one. And uh, well, sometimes it ends up well, sometimes it doesn't. Um, I thought that's how you you play things of uh, of complexity, but uh, I could be wrong. What I wanted to point out was that so every time he plays, Hans, it's like a new move, and then he will decide. Ah, I'll play today. Won't play today. 
you'll obviously try to have some kind of consistency, I would expect. Anyway, what I wanted to say is that, well, Kayakin was uh, banned for bringing the game into disrepute. And, uh, well, Kayakin was banned while Shippo was not because Kayakin brings the ga- game into disrepute because he has a bigger audience and uh, doing things in public. I mean, that's a big difference with Magnus and, let's say, lesser players like, I don't know, any of us, that, well, they actually, they can bring the game into disrepute. So if you think this is seriously damaging the image of chess, there is clauses where you can do kind of uh, things to him. I I don't think it would be right. I'm just saying that, well, legally these uh, things exist within the FIDE system. But, uh, well, who has to make the case? Well, anyone can do it. With uh, Kayakin uh, and Shippo, FIDE did it themselves. Um, Well, I tried to convince them they should Take make a case against Dvorkovic, but um, well, they surprisingly didn't follow my advice for a change. But um, I mean, well, well, someone has to make a case for that to happen. Maybe someone will. Uh, and there is a, a legal system when defeated, who in principle can ban players for life uh, if they chose to. Okay, we can keep talking about this. I don't think it's very high on Magnus's list of worries that the I agree. The next commission will come. After him, how likely it is or not, like, I don't know. I don't think he cares, and I don't think no, no. we yeah. should care or worry too much about it. And obviously, having a dispute with Hans Niemann over, yeah, I don't know if he feels that was foul play in the Sinkerfield Cup or online cheating is also very, very different when it comes to reputation of the game than when it comes to applauding an invasion, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously, yeah. Anyway, no, we, yeah, it's it's hard to say. Okay, so you you were you are saying, Jan, that they are not giving both of them, are not giving interviews. Which no, I mean, in Magnus, wonder, is he never gonna tweet again? Never gonna give an interview again? He hasn't tweeted since uh, withdrawing from the Sinkerfield Cup. He's not talking. That can't be a very satisfying state of events for him either. Either no, like he's just waiting for the, the storm to uh, to calm down. I would say. Well, he didn't uh, calm it down yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, I understand, but I mean, he, he will talk at some point. Maybe in his, uh, maybe in our podcast. Magnus, you are very welcome. It's about time. Yeah, we, we are big fans here, so you can come anytime, or maybe on another podcast. I don't know, but I would expect him to to choose his uh, the people he wants to talk to, and I don't think will be the first no, one who comes to mind. <laughs> so yeah, Niman not giving interviews is a bit like he's a showman. Yeah, I mean like, okay, it's a bit ridiculous, I think, but uh, they accept that. Okay, it's it's a bit weird to me, but yeah, okay, uh, fair enough. I, I don't uh, <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. We'll see, but I I don't as as Peter said, uh, I expect uh, some kind of consistency, and I don't expect a game Carlsen Niemann being played till, uh, I mean till uh, till never. Uh, I mean, but this will game... never get resolved, right? So it's just uh, just never, yeah. Like... <laughs> it's just never, yeah. It's never happening. Fair I don't think so. No, we've had these yeah. situations. No, like Topalov and Kramnik, they just didn't play in the same. Tournaments for years. Not saying Niemann is on the level of Topalov or Kramnik, obviously, but these grudges have existed out there in the chess world, and people 
people still have been have been around. Well, these are I, unknown grudges. Do you think there has been unknown grudges uh, that we just don't know about, but actually existed? Like someone with uh, you're saying, okay, I don't want to play with this guy, and we never found out. Well, I'm I made can... sure not to be in a tournament with you for the last fifteen years. Yeah, that is true, but. Uh... Fair enough. I'll just have to digest that. I think also during the Cold War, there was obviously things like this, right? That uh, Korchnoi was probably, um, I don't know, uh, isolated like that, for instance. And, uh... and I, I don't think that Topalov and Kamnik are shaking uh, hands, actually. Yeah, just, no, uh... no, no, I think they, they made up and like they're playing, analyzing, shaking hands. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple of years. Okay. I'm not sure at all, but okay. I was there during the historic handshake in Norway chess a couple of years ago. Ah, ah yeah, okay. that was a big deal. You're right. Probably I was there as well. So, uh, yeah, so there were many interviews uh, yesterday. I checked uh, some of them. Uh, Giri's well, was okay. Okay, we, he, will not, uh, he will not escape. Oh, Peter just uh, did a nice ball. Of course, he, he called uh, Carson Iman chickens of the week, which is, of course, a typical uh, chicken way to act just to try to, I mean, that we lose the attention and to disturb us from, I mean, this is not going to work, Anish. I mean, come on, but good try, good try, but this is not working, I'm really sorry. I saw an interview of Aonian. I, I was too lazy to check this guy uh uh, Higan, because I mean, I, I'm this computer expert. I'm always very, you know, to detect cheating. I prefer, I, I think I'm much more competent, actually. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm sorry to say, but if I check some games of, of a guy, I, I can I can better see uh, uh, if it's um, suspicious or not. But so I'm, I'm not really interested in such. But yeah, I, I also I listen to. It. Uh, I don't care so much. He might be, he might be a big expert in general. I trust the algorithms and also, yeah, active players or or trainers a bit more in that regard. But also in this case, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of agreement. It sounds like Laurent Laurent changed a little bit in my mind. I still don't see any reason for <laughs> believing anything happened in the Sinkerfield Cup. Laurent, do you have doubts about that now? Like, no. Okay. <clears throat> Just no, I, I, I don't. I don't think. Uh, no, I don't. I don't believe anything happened. But uh, as Aonian said, very, uh, I think, very clearly, he's not uh, uh, the cleanest guy. And yeah, I think that, it's not been the cleanest guy. The, the yeah, yeah. So in that particular game, I don't know. But uh, live games, let's say, I wouldn't put my. I mean, like if he ever cheated in a uh, over the board game, Peter, we will, we will, we will, we will tell, let, let you talk. But I just finished yeah. my sentence, please. I, I would, I wouldn't give you my. I mean, like you, you, you cut my hand if he cheated uh, over the board. I <laughs> yeah, mean, I wouldn't do that. Enough. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. That's for sure. So yeah, I mean. I'm I'm annoyed against uh, cheaters in general, and uh, yeah, I think Magnus is taking a strong stand, but maybe it's needed actually. Peter, I think we are skipping the Reagan thing way too quickly. I think it's an extremely important. Uh... <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> speak about it for now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's important. I actually saw uh, both his his long interview for for one and a half uh, hour on a podcast, and then his. Uh, is a other interview there. And, uh, well, unlike you, I have a lot of respect for it. And I think that um, 
I mean, no, he makes some good points that he will be able to detect things that we might not be able to this, uh, detect. I mean, some kind of regular but smaller anomalies in terms of finding uh, key moves, for instance, or finding tactical moves a bit more often than not. Another thing that's also interesting is that this um, comparing curves of developments of younger players, how much are they going to improve over history? He's also talking about the pandemic lag, for instance. Who was the fast improver? Giri, no? Like, has anybody looked into that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have no... It, it, it was Giri. It was Giri. Yeah. seven the fastest? Yeah. yeah. But he was younger. He was younger than Niemann uh, when he... When he became... Uh... Sorry, go, go ahead, Peter. No, no, I just want to make the point. But that, that's actually another example of a young player who, you know, beats Magnus, gets to fame, and then, you know, it doesn't really pan out. But, um, wow. I mean, wow, yeah, no, that's not really fair. But uh, anyway, um, but, I mean, I think Reagan makes a lot of point. What was interesting for me is still that, well, we don't seem to respect him quite a lot. And my point would be that I think... There is no one who is really a big expert on chess and a big expert on statistics who are doing these things. Regan is the closest we come, but of course he is still um, an IM. But some of his chess comments I, I don't agree with, and there he lacks it. I think we lack someone who is capable of being an expert in, in both. I mean, well, maybe Sotovsky would think that he's capable of it, but I think... Um, I don't think we have anyone in the chess world who has that. Also, Regan is explicitly pointing to that, um, well, this is a hobby for him. He's much more involved in uh, well, a critical point of view of quantum computing, which I obviously don't really know what means. The problem is also, as you see, when Regan starts talking about these things, he's saying things that my impression is we don't understand. I don't understand them. I mean, he will, you know, come with a lot of statistical remarks that are too complicated for me to understand fully. So this uh, of someone having very high level of chess understanding, understanding of top-level chess, and being a very skilled statistician, such people doesn't exist. So it comes from different worlds, and no one has the full picture. So and which that, one is it? Do you greatly respect his opinion or not? I respect part of it. I think what he does is very important, but it's not a given to me that he is uh, right. I mean, because he might like some... Uh, chess uh, capabilities. So I mean, you greatly I, respect his opinion, but you think he might be wrong because he doesn't. I respect his opinion it. on uh, he's trying to put up a methodology that he's uh, testing things on a statistical way. I'm sure that he will spot things that we don't. On the other hand, I actually agree. I think also Laurent will spot things that he doesn't. And it doesn't really fit well together. I think the experts could also be some of the chess servers, but... Uh, I don't know how they do it, and they're not transparent about it. I think we lack someone who actually, well, are proven experts on this. Maybe Regan is, but it's clear that uh, the strongest chess players doesn't seem to to fully trust it in that way. And, well, Regan also made a point. Uh, I listened to, to him for one, one hour 20, and then within one minute he criticized Fide and mentioned Moneyball. So, of course, I'm going to defend him, right? But he said that, well, it's not like Fide is gathering all the data to have uh, very good statistics. That's himself doing this. And uh, now Laurent actually has something to say. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I, I wanted to, 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 to continue with your, your Regan story. I mean, I'm happy to discuss it. And I truly respect your, your chess uh, abilities, <laughs> Peter. But I disagree uh, on something about statistics. 
I mean, comparing the curve, I think it doesn't make any sense because you don't have the same access to information simply. And it was a pandemic, so it's very special. You can play online tournaments against the best players in the, in the world now. So you can probably, I don't know, actually, if you can improve faster, if it's better, or maybe it was better in our way with books, because I started with books personally. I think it's better now. It's uh, mm-hmm. uh, You just improve uh, uh, much faster. There is also uh, artificial intelligence who came into the game, so you can just... Uh, switch on now Lila or Stockfish and get uh, to depth uh, 30. Not you, Peter. You get to depth 15 in one second. But uh, other normal people, they can get to depth 30 in one second. So I think you can improve much faster. And to, to compare the curve of Giri, let's say, who is a brilliant player, terrible chicken, but brilliant player. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Niman doesn't make any sense uh, to me because we, we, do, we don't know yet. I mean, look at who is leading in the championship too. It's Pagananda and Erigazi. I mean, yeah, they are so young. I, and uh, I didn't bring in Giri. That was Jan. I mean, I think uh, Regan is comparing with... Uh, also, quite recent development of other players. No, I'm not saying what he's doing is proof. I'm just saying it's it's uh, it's interesting info to have that I would not really be capable of producing at the same level. I mean, well, I think maybe too little resources is um, invested into this, and who should do it? It should probably be feeder, I would assume, right? But also, I mean, a good point is: do we actually well? Do we trust the anti-cheating system in the chess world? Uh, it's not my impression that we do in general, right? And uh, mm, that I trust is... the chesscom um, fraud detection to a decent yeah. extent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's based on a hunch, or I mean, on yeah, it's not on statistics, but on anecdotal evidence like mm-hmm. uh, who was caught and so on uh, i don't i don't understand enough for nor am no. i interested enough in how it works but i trust it from what i've heard and what i've seen to this so, um, so okay. i i don't know yeah i'm a bit uh, about statistics you know you can do statistics but it, it keeps evolving that was my point so i mean like you have to take uh, I mean, 2020 is not 2022. I mean, like... Well, any... I I mentioned that specifically, that Reagan is talking about pandemic lack in that some people would develop quicker because they were stagnating due to the pandemics and were not having the ability to raise their ratings while they were actually raising their playing strength. So, I mean, and this he took for some other fields uh, as well. No, he has interesting thoughts. I just think it needs to be b- combined with... Um, uh, expert uh, chess yeah. uh, things and I don't think that um, well these things are combined at the moment and that is kind of a problem but also I have no idea how chess.com uh, does it um, they are well, they are not transparent about it and I'm not saying they, they should be but it is a kind of a problem that we are basically just praying someone is taking care of this but we don't know I mean well Gustis is based on a hunch and uh, his hunches are pretty good but well someone might have different hunches than Gusti and that becomes a problem then right and uh, well it's like having there is no sort of um, order in the chess world where we all say that well we have the police who we trust to actually take care of uh, crimes right um, but do you think that's the case my feeling is once again that most people have faith in chess comps cheat anti-cheat detection i honestly don't know it's not really has something that's been ha- very relevant for me yeah, yeah exactly. in that way mm-hmm. i mean but well I think gen- most online players have some amount of faith mm-hmm. of course i would uh, 
think, and I don't think that's very debated even that there are many more cheaters online than mm -hmm. than get caught. But I haven't seen many of the high profile cases that got caught publicly or privately where you would think no. Oh, just well, <laughs> you, you know me. I would like to know in order to be able to understand it. I think it's quite reasonable that, uh, well, you should have a chance of actually understanding how it works in order to feel assured. I mean, well, uh, I mean, well, there, there will also be human uh, sort of individuals involved in this kind of checking. I mean, they could also be a, a problem if they were wrong for some kind of reason. I yeah. mean, there's all kind of uh, difficult uh, dilemmas uh, with these things that are difficult to, to, to handle. And uh, I don't have a solution for once. Wow. Fide, Fide must invest. Can't, can't Sutovsky just check every game that's played everywhere? Like, I think that would be it. I am pretty sure at some point he said that he met with some of uh, these uh, Maybe it was chess.com. And uh, well, while they couldn't real, reveal the method, he was seen them and I was very impressed. And apparently that was not enough for me. So I think I'll have to repeat that answer. But uh, well, again, you can entrust people to, to have it. But also, again, if we cannot see it, if we don't feel that this actually works, uh, it becomes a problem. So it's, uh, ah, it's a crappy situation in many ways. Okay, so to sum up the debate, you both think what Magnus did is is all right and the overall situation is crappy we don't know where to go from here i mean i mean i mean Peter, it, Peter it, says no comment i shouldn't i don't think yeah. uh, me the mia Lorang has said that uh, particularly but um, i, I thought it I makes think. sense yeah. i mean like it, it makes sense and we will we'll find i mean it's too early to judge and uh, uh, we should look at the, the world picture i mean i think this is very important because now we live just in the moment you know like Oh, he forfeited the game. Oh, such a shame. Uh, but we, we should look at the wall picture and uh, what was done for chess. And uh, maybe, uh, I mean, maybe it's a, it's a good uh, start of a fight against online cheating and that uh, uh, online cheaters get treated the same than uh, cheaters, live cheaters. That is exactly the same, actually. That you just cheated. So, and uh, it's making a strong stand about it and Okay, uh, yeah, it it makes sense to me. That's for sure. Yeah, I guess we're we're going in circles now. I was gonna ask. Yeah, you think he's only making a stand against online cheating, or if he still feels Sinkerfield Cup that wasn't a stand against online cheating? I would guess no. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't know. By too. The way, I, my, my honest opinion. To yeah, wrap please. this up, is well, it's all your fault, Laurent. Or I'm assuming yeah, yeah. it's your fault. Could be Peter, but I, I think it's mainly yours. Because if someone had sent Magnus a file, a short file, you might call it a summary, saying um, Rook FD1, question mark, Bishop E6, Black is better, do not play this, then none of this would have happened. The game uh, would have I... been whatever a draw, he would have taken on F6. Game drawn, Magnus wins the Sinkerfield Cup. We all move on with our lives. It's the, the buttercream effect. I'm not going to... I, I will do a Peter Heiner thing. I'm not going to... I cannot comment on that. So. No, I understand. But yeah, la la right. la later, later, you will know. So all, all the story, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I, I would like Peter, to know. I, I <laughs> don't know. You've, you've actually been yeah. very... 
very intransparent, which you should be. Yeah, I mean, actually, it's... Uh, I'm very curious. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Okay. thanks yeah. for the podcast. But I still think yeah. it's all your fault, just to, to wrap this up. What else do we have on our Peter. list yeah. of topics? I read on Reddit Chess, my favorite website, is that a website, my favorite <laughs> forum, that Niemann was offered $1 million by yeah. a campsite to play a naked game. I'm assuming yeah. that was a joke, but I think we all had the same reaction. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Where where can we <laughs> sign up? Um, <laughs> Are people willing to pay that much to see us naked? I mean, that was amazing. I, I, w- I would do it, of course, with both hands. But uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I, I would take that million. Um, easy. I, I would course, snap. But the question is, where's is your breaking point? Fifty thousand. Yeah. I mean, fifty thousand. Fifty thousand would be the the point where I start uh, thinking of. I mean, like I, I don't know if I would say hundred thousand yes no. is easy. Hundred thousand, I would take it. Yeah. Fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what happens to the video? It's just it's just out there forever, like the first. That's the Google results is always like um, Laurent Fresnay <laughs> playing playing naked chess. Yeah, but it can be. I mean. I mean, if people want to watch that, I yeah, don't see what's the no, point. No, I'm not saying there's anything okay. wrong with it. I, like, I don't think it'll be very popular. I don't think so either. I mean, I, I mean, I like, I'm really, I agree with you, Peter. That was not, that was slightly rude of you, but um, I agree with you. But it yeah, really so, sounded I mean, high. I also thought that, yeah, 100,000 <laughs> was in the ballpark. Right? Peter, what are you? Yeah. Not very much intended. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the pun. Ah, this one. Now okay. no, I got it. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm probably siding with Laurent on this, of course. Um, well, I might have to. Again, it's something that... Uh, What's the siding? It's 50, not, not 100. So <laughs> something like that. Well, I think also in general, wow. I would probably have to generally take such decision. I think it should be taken with your family, not just by your own. So there could be objections or... Leo Battesti, if you're watching, naked <laughs> yeah. match in Corsica, Laurent Fresinet versus Peter Heine Nielsen. 100k. I think there's room for negotiating even here. Yeah, yeah in Corsica, in the sea. We had a great uh, tournament there. Yeah. Uh, no, no match, no doubt. But no, I mean, well, you see these kind of things. I mean, people from the outside bought in to try and get attention. And, uh, well, bought in was not a pun intended, actually. But. Um, uh, and uh, I think it was just a joke on Reddit. I don't think any of this yeah. happened. But... Ah, really? Okay, fair enough. Um, but um, no, but also, well, the thing with the naked thing is, I, I think even I mentioned it some years ago that, well, if you want to be completely sure no one is cheating, they have to play basically naked within an MRI scanner or, or, or something like that, right? I mean, so it, it doesn't come out of nowhere. But I mean, comments like this on Reddit, but of course, especially the Musk tweet, is people. Well, they are making fun of something, but they also grasp a little bit of the problematics, right? So. Well, the naked chess I thought was funny. The other, yeah, yeah. The other stuff I thought was uh, annoying. Um, Laurent, would you recommend me to go to a tanning salon before I play my, my naked chess match? To you've, what? You've been to, what do you call it in French? Solarium? 
Solarium? That was okay. very, very German. Ah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, got, I get your point. Yeah, I get your point. English. I so I was, I, 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 uh, sorry, sorry, You've sorry. been on the forefront of white shaming me. So... Yeah, I was, you were, well, you were, after one month in Thailand, I was still, I was surprised by the, the color of your skin. But, uh, and I was slightly uh, white. I, I was white shaming you, yeah, let's, let's face it. I was not the only one, actually, in the street of Thailand. Um, they thought it was funny at some point. You remember? No, no, no. They... <laughs> no, I remember. I do remember. I was not the only one. I was not the only I one. Very white skin looked fantastic, and they were very, very <laughs> impressed with it. Never. If I remember in, correctly, was it in Nanjing? A lot of people wanted to take pictures with you because of your height uh, and other things, right? <laughs> My movie star looks man, exactly. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that was fun. Like people, we were in this Chinese, well, not an amusement park, but a park where people would go on the weekends and would take their kids. And very often, um, Chinese people would walk up to me and hand me their kids and ask if we could take a picture. Like, that was, uh, that was great. I should go back. Um, I would guess they're more used to, to foreigners in... In some other places, but in Nanjing, it was a bit outside. Like they, they were really surprised to see space alien. Anyway, let's see if it's that happens. But uh, if it's a true proposal, then uh, <laughs> I mean that would be annoying actually. <laughs> but okay, uh, yeah. Uh, Champions chess tour. Some chess was played. By the oh, way, that's yeah. the the take I find the most annoying when people are saying. The thing that bothers me most about Magnus resigning is I really wanted to see that game. Yeah, because you're talking so much about the 10,000 other games that were played in this and the latest tournaments. That's all everybody talks about. You miss one chess game. Um, Ivanchuk is great, no? 53 years old. He's sitting there, like, just crushing kids left and right, beating Giri, beating Keimer, outplaying people in some E3 Nimzos. I'm very impressed. Yeah, uh, I would say, of course, Chucky is just a legend, and uh, that's for sure. And I would say that uh, Rapid uh, is his best time control for already uh, quite some time. Uh, Blitz is a bit too fast. Um, and, uh, classical time control is a bit too slow because you lose your, you know, when you get older, you lose your focus uh, at times. So I think Rapid is just uh, perfect and uh, for for older people. And uh, Ivan Chuk, and um, yeah, he has this great intuition uh, for 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 the game, and it maybe it doesn't calculate that well anymore, uh, but it's perfect for for happy chess because uh, when you have a great intuition, you are generally uh, doing uh, well. So this is just uh, nice to to see him uh, uh, winning winning games. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, of course, not only I mean like he beat Gay, beat some some other uh, top guys. And uh, before uh, giving the uh, le letting uh, Peter talk, I'm very, of course, we are very impressed by by Prague and I guess I'm I'm very impressed by Pag and Eregezi who seems to, you know, when they play, I saw some Eregezi Aronian game. I mean, it looks like uh, <laughs> not, you know, the rating should be zero <coughs> uh, So that's very very impressive uh, from from them. Yeah. Also, Pragna and I, okay, we've talked about this before. But when he's low on time, he just doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. Or maybe he will make the occasional computer mistake, but there's never blunders with like 10 seconds per move against the best players in the world. He just keeps playing excellent chess. It's, I don't know. 
even 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 when facing uh, amazing uh, ph prep uh, in the in the modern we should talk uh, about that uh, <laughs> so, e4 g6 d4 bishop g7 knight c3 d6 bishop e3 a6 magnus wins a great game against erigaisi after i think queen d2 b5 f3 or f3 directly and if you switch on the computer after a6 the first move is h4 and it says Knight of six, h5 is like plus two. So black has to go h5 or h6. Peter, explain yourself. <laughs> no comments. No comment. Because Pragnada did that. Bishop e3, a6, h4 against Magnus, who's been playing I saw it. very, very regularly. So I would assume his head coach um, is involved in that. But something must have gone wrong there. Only, only his head coach. coach. Only his head coach is involved. I don't think his French coach. Let's make it clear. <laughs> He is too afraid of, of French leaks in the modern. Yeah. No, you removed me. I mean, I have been sitting here in line for to come with my Iwanchuk joke. And now again, I ah, sorry, Go ahead. I almost forgot it. But, well, I, I saw the interview with Iwanchuk. And I think the interviewer was asking him, well, you play these young kids who, who works a lot with computers. And, um, well, it's pretty obvious that they are sort of referring to that they're working a lot with computers um, because they're using modern engines. But I think Ivanchuk answered, yeah, yeah, but I have also been practicing and I'm getting used to, uh, you know, playing with a mouse. So when he thinks about computer, he's playing on the screen and sort of the ability to move the mouse, not to get inspiration for, for modern engines. So, well, Ivanchuk is a bit on his own planet, but I'm getting the impression he's played a lot of Blitz uh, during the well, uh, pandemic. Uh, and uh, I mean, I'm very impressed with him. I mean, one would think that some of his chess understanding would become antiquated because I cannot imagine that he's sitting there checking games with the neural networks. But uh, it seems to hold up, and that's quite impressive. Having said that, I mean, knowing Ivanchuk, it's a very, very fine balance. He can also suddenly collapse. I mean, yeah. despite that he has to play Magnus uh, in the evening of the, when we are recording, I really don't hope it because uh, it will be a, a great story and... Uh, I feel for Ivanchuk on, on, on several levels at, at the moment with the situation in Ukraine, obviously. But, um, well, he's a special character. But uh, that he, I mean, that he actually managed to, to play well in a chess sense is impressive because uh, I cannot imagine that uh, all this new knowledge people have gotten that he has that. Oh, I don't know what you guys think. I'm not sure if he's that much on his own planet as his general images. And I would guess that he's heard of Leela and is capable of downloading the latest stockfish version like um, um we're not we're not exactly young and we we've heard of these these things i don't know how he works on chess but i think it's also a valid point that when he's saying he's gotten more used to playing on a screen and with the mouse if you're yeah. not that used to online chess it is a slightly different game and he looked very comfortable with it mm. of course he could He could collapse, but his that his top level or that his normal level is this high. I was I was impressed with him. Very, very much so. It's very impressive. No, so yeah, this is of course a very strong habit to to choose uh, uh, the opening. In, uh, I mean, like um, according smart, to the players, he's very he's smart. He's very smart, and that doesn't change. That didn't change. I mean, you have to be smart and get your opponent in. Uh, Uh, unfamiliar territory. So um, that is a skill that uh, uh, will be always useful uh, for chess. So, mm -hmm. No, I want to I mean, butt, butt in here again. I mean, Magnus is playing him tonight and I will have to send him some file. But uh, with Ivanchuk, 
I'm just not capable of grasping what he's going to do. I remember being Vichy's second in uh, Bilbao shortly before the Bond World Championship match. And uh, I went through Ivanchuk's game for the last couple of years. And I think I wrote down 50 different openings he played against one E4. And that wasn't enough to guess what he was going to play. I mean, uh, I, I think when I worked for Vichy, I just, okay, you play Ivanchuk, you will have to figure it out. We're not really going to guess it anyway. I mean, he's pretty good at uh, being unpredictable. Yeah. yeah, I think the back when he was a regular at Super Tournaments, was the advice was usually just go for the very main lines because he's not so interested in like a move by move debate in the most critical lines. He's more interested in yeah, surprising you, getting you out of book, out of the comfort zone, and the more main line you play, the harder it is for him. So, free yeah. advice for Magnus: don't play e4 g6. Play E4, E5. I remember another point when Kasparov retired. Someone was telling Ivanchuk that, well, you know, Kasparov have uh, tried and uh, sort of uh, experienced everything in chess. And Ivanchuk said, no, he has never played the French. I mean, it's like, uh, well, they, of course, mean in a career sense, well, from Ivanchuk, but you can also play some different kind of uh, positions. That would be interesting. I mean, I really, you know, like his uh, attitude to it, although... It's not always that great competitively, but it is to quite an extent. All right. So, Champions Chess Tour, yeah, we'll we'll know who won next week. I'm still very curious if in the knockout Magnus and Niemann will meet or not meet, how that will play out. No, I mean, like, have... no, okay. I don't, I don't think it's... I, I, actually, it's... I agree with your... your I'm completely sure that he's not going to, to, to play. Um, so yeah, I mean, I have no inside infos, but I mean, I don't, I don't see it uh, happening. Then to s slowly move over into Peter territory, Peter, I'm not sure <laughs> how you feel about talking about the Russian super final. I was following it because I was a bit fascinated by it because there are so many quick draws. It's like they played 66 games at the time of recording. 60 of those were drawn. Six were won by White. Usually it was only played when White was playing against one of the weaker players in the in the field. It's a strange event, no? Yeah. I well, I think I wrote somewhere on on, on Twitter that uh, at least it's nice in some way that they don't pretend it's a normal situation. So maybe you can find something like that, but I don't know, but um, while uh, it, it's obvious where my sympathy lies in this war, and I think uh, for most it, uh, it's the same, I mean, well, of course, for them it's also a, a strange time and, and situation. I think, well, Dubov was saying it that um, in some interview, right, that, uh, well, it's weird sitting there and uh, analyze the Italian while the, the world could uh, sort of, uh, what is it, go under or what was the expression, I, I don't recall. Right. So... I would be assumed that this has something to do with them being uh, affected. You can call it, I, well, I mean, protest. What is what is it protesting? I don't know exactly. Then you can just stay away, I would guess. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think it's also the mm -hmm. maybe the monetary structure and the lack of motivation in general for the for the Russian players, who of course also, yeah. Yeah, it can also be yeah, that you must have a, a weird time. But once again, it's weird discussing it because obviously mm -hmm. our sympathies are with with Ukraine. Well, but, but in, you, in all of them. you yeah. could you could have a point that they, some of them I don't know might be congrat, uh, contractually obliged to play. I remember playing the 
Havana Memorial in Cuba, and I think a lot of the local players was obliged to pay uh, play due to state support. And uh, well, it took me a while to grasp that. Well, they were not really there to play some of them, and they just uh, wanted to make draws and get it over with. And I don't know if there is uh, something like that uh, here. Kayakin is still banned. I think it's gonna run out. Damn it! Has I missed uh, the actual date? I think uh, basically he was banned in the end of March, so I'm not completely sure. I think he's running out uh, any oh, second, yeah. second or any day, mm-hmm. if okay. not not already. All right, Laurent. Any other topics before we move into Peter Corner? No, I'm afraid I don't. Yeah, no. Uh, that's a disaster. I I I have one topic. I, I want to drink a coffee and maybe. <laughs> I need to make uh, one coffee now for me while Peter is talking about Fide. All right. <laughs> so we just leave and uh, we'll have Peter say what what is going on with Fide, Sutovsky, what's, what's on the list? Plotkin, I don't know who Plotkin is. Um, anyway, <laughs> Peter, go ahead. Uh, maybe we should start with the chickens of the week, no? Oh, yeah. I can, I can also tie it in into the Russian super final where there were many worthy nominees. But my favorite is 16-year-old Volodar Murzin. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. In four of his white games against high-rate players, every time he played the Scotch Four Knights in the games lasted <laughs> 15, 16, 19, and 21 moves in draws. Like, yeah, that's uh, that's the way to to become a chicken early at age 16. Like, that's impressive. We yeah. should have a junior chicken chess club. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'm picking up, uh, as I said before. Uh, of course. Anish, because of his tweet, uh, Chickens of the Week. He tweeted Chickens of the Week. Uh, Hans and Magnus, who doesn't want to, they don't want to give interviews. So, of course, he was trying to, <laughs> to, to bring the attention to other people, which was a very chicken move from his side. So, of course, he's a Chicken of the Week, as always. Sure. Peter, you're muted. You're muted, yeah. I also take Anish just for, for different uh, reasons. Uh, so, uh, no, I also thought that, well, for a start, I think um, you cannot, for instance, well, Magnus and Hans, I mean, if anything, it takes, I mean, it's a much uh, more bold move not to give interviews than to give interviews, in my opinion. But that's a different story. No, I want to. Well, Anish, I think he was giving this long interview you, you praised, but he was talking about that. Um, well, if Magnus doesn't put up evidence, it means he doesn't have anything. But um, well, I remember the hack with me. I was trying to. Well, would you be so kind to actually provide the evidence that uh, you you were hacked both for the first tweet and for the yeah, but the then it's different. Uh, yes, it's different in the sense that. Uh, well, he's claiming something specific uh, that uh, happened. And uh, for those of us who actually was affected by that, it would be nice to see proof. So I think he, well, but I think in general, uh, well, also I would like to take the game with Magnus if we have to add more chickens this week. I mean, well, with White, you try to swap everything that moves and then you brag about that you played a perfect game afterwards. I mean, that is, uh, again, maybe Gusti will be a huge fan. But uh, 
Yeah, I didn't see that game much. I just saw yeah, it was that a draw. Was... It was boring. It was no, like, no, uh, yeah, like, no, it's title. Yeah, I mean, was... <laughs> Magnus against was... played some uh, uh, crappy opening, and uh, unlike Prague, uh, Giri didn't uh, try to refute it. He just uh, tried to make it as symmetrical and uh, clean up the board. Uh, so, uh, and very successfully, one had to. But I, I I would disagree with you on the on the the gear, uh, let's say you are comparing this gear situation with uh, this hack. Uh-huh. Where clearly, he has to show that he was hacked because he was uh, damaging uh, people's reputation. But in Hans' case, I mean, if someone accused uh, another guy to to cheat, I mean, it's a guy who is accusing to to prove the. Yeah, yeah, but he is uh, well. Magnus has not said anything uh, of. Um, yeah, that's of, why I mean he's yeah, saying uh, that no, he no. should, should I, show I, some I, evidence. I think the cases are not uh, comparable. Um, so yeah, Geary uh, obviously should put forward uh, evidence. Um, ah, so you should. Yeah, you just you just like mentioning this his hack thing. I'm generally trying that's to. That's, that was very. Uh, are we finally doing the the Geary <laughs> hack bonus episode? I think right. so, but I don't think we have enough time for that now. I think that's. Uh, that's no, 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 no. Do we have enough time? Any, for anyway, today? Jan, you are also going to nominate uh, Giri, or I already chose no, no. my boy. Ma- Ma- oh, sorry, Muzin. of course. Yes, uh, my, my apologies. You, you are going after the the, the not yet eighteen persons here. Yeah, yeah just sure. call it. Yeah, respect for that. <laughs> not like Magnus who waits till the nineteen. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. <laughs> would, okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, go ahead, Peter. It's my well, turn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, done this week. Well, first of all, he had a birthday, and uh, so I would like to wholeheartedly congratulate him with his birthday. I mean, I think still it's, uh, while we disagree on things within the chess world, I think it's normal still to hope the best for uh, one's families and such. So happy birthday, Emil. Um, having said that... <laughs> By the way, can we, <laughs> yeah. can we have a new drinking game like... If Peter gives an answer that doesn't include Sutovsky, you, you have to drink. So you don't get that drunk during the ball. Okay. That's an option. Uh, okay, go on. You said Plotkin. Well, the Canadian feed delegate made a, a statement. Um, he basically said that, um, well, he talked about that. Well, he was sad that the Western chess community didn't put up a better candidate than, than Boris Pulitz. Um and so they voted for, for Dvorkovic uh, because, well, he's doing a good job for the chess world and uh, his employees always answers emails uh, and things like that. And uh, I generally agree with the criticism of the chess, uh, Western chess world that uh, they should put up a better candidate. I would just point out that uh, Canada is part of the Western chess world and it would be reasonable that um, Canada and others actually, well, it's not, well, they had been critical of not having a good enough candidate then produce one that would be be much better obviously however one thing stood out he said that um, Canada didn't really have enough money to go to the Olympiads so the Canadian feed delegate says that he had several phone calls with uh, Dvorkovic and Bologan who in the end uh, agreed that feed will cover uh, most of their expenses and I want to point out that it cannot be that a feed delegate has having several phone calls with Dvorkovic, that includes financial reimbursement, and then uh, he goes there and have to vote if he has to be re-elected or not. It, it, it cannot be like that. It's so who should he talk to about, or who should federations talk to about getting financial support for okay. the Olympics? I mean, uh, you can have some kind of committee who does that. You can have a specific system, but it cannot be that you're going to have several phone calls with the guy you're actually going to vote for. It's, it should be extremely obvious, in my opinion. 
uh, that you have a, a neutral office who handles these things based on sort of transparent criteria. It cannot be that you, the feeder delegate is personally negotiating with the guy he's going to go to vote for in a week. I mean, if you don't think that's an exploitable system, then, um, yeah, I think you're wrong. Uh, so, I was looking for a bigger statement. And I'm answering them. So, uh, I was expecting something like, if you think it's okay, like if uh, no, then you're corrupted or something like that. But I mean, I think I think you're wrong. Really it's way too soft. I think that uh, again, it speaks <laughs> speaks for itself. It shouldn't be like this. I mean, I'm not saying they did anything wrong. I'm saying that um, what uh, it I should mean, it, well, the system shouldn't. Be, well, it's wrong that the system is like this because we have absolutely no way of knowing if this influence things. No, but okay. I mean, you are not saying they did something wrong. I mean, come on. You, you no, should, I'm saying I mean, it's of wrong. Of course, it's wrong. It's wrong that I mean, it's done just... like this. I'm not saying that they voted I mean, uh, for Dvorkovich because they got travel uh, subsidies. Did, but they, should, did they vote for Dvorkovich? Well, they said they. It's most likely, actually. Well, they said they didn't work vote for for for. For Boris Polets because he was yeah. uh, well, he was not capable of leading a, a a federation of this magnitude. I think was the point. So um, anyway, moving on, <laughs> there is the feeder <laughs> feeder. Okay, yes, I'm glad that you're enjoying this. Anyway, so we are now we are heading to Astana. It used to be Nur Sultan, but now it's Astana. So we will stick to that. There is the women's. Um, uh, I think it's. Grand Prix going on there, right? I think I didn't yeah. even make it on my list, but just just add that uh, one of the sponsors is uh, advertising plastic surgery, which I think is, um, I mean, while plastic surgery has a lot of uh, very good things, I think um, it shouldn't be advertised in the way it does as well. I think that this co specific company has a rather dodgy uh, reputation, at least that's what the uh, Allegius block went to great lengths to to explain. Anyway, my point about the Astana tournament was that, like with the female candidates tournaments, it seems rather obvious that the pairings or sort of distribution of groups has done has been done in order to separate Russian and Ukrainian players. And uh, well, at least we should have a debate if that's right or wrong. Um, and um, well, there is no debate about it. There is no statement. You don't know who has taken that decision. All we know is that for the candidates tournament, Sutovsky has said to the Russian uh, Sport Express um, that uh, yes, they they separated the Ukrainian and Russian players. And um, I don't know if we should do like that. At least it should be possible to to debate it. In my opinion, I mean, we know who decided. I mean, I, I mean, it's a, it's a FIDE administration, no? I mean, like. People who have power, so let's say. Uh, so yeah, but let's I mean, name them. I mean, it's Vokovic, Sutovsky, Bologan, whoever is there. I mean, well, it's, uh, five, six people who decided. That's it. I understand in principle, but is it the feeder council? And then we, well, I mean, there is no one has put their name behind the, the decision. No one who has uh, stood up and defended it, giving interviews or anything like that. That is wrong. Moving on, our oh, plastic <laughs> surgery. I have. Uh, okay. <laughs> then the, the the last bit is um... that's because of Jan's face. Sorry, so no, Jan's no, face yeah. is really. I, I I guess people will, will be able to see our our faces in the video. So I guess yeah, no, he's really doing a great show, Peter. Uh, Jan, uh, sorry, no, you, no, you are no, doing I'm also just, a great I'm show. Trying not to not to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah, so you're not to my seat. You're not succeeding. Um, but 
then there is uh, Fid has announced the new leader of the trainers commission uh, that is Sami <laughs> Kada and uh, well he's uh, an IM and a renowned trainer but I think if you remember earlier in the week uh, Ivan Sokolov was stating that um, uh, he would never ever do anything with Fide again but without giving an explanation and I think it's p- possible to connect these dots at least that's what my uh, <coughs> excuse me sources are saying so there has been apparently some kind of fight who should get uh, this uh, post for, for wherever that's worth and it's been given to Sami Kada and, uh, well, I would again like to point out that Sami Kada was uh, a feeder delegate for, for Jordan. And, um, well, we just had elections and um, Sami Kada gets this post. Again, you can make your own conclusions. At least it seems to greatly have upset uh, Sokolov. And, uh, well, Sokolov has just uh, won the... Do you think Sokolov's pain will be a little eased by the great job he has in Uzbekistan and winning the chess Olympiad with them and being also subjected to Uzbek generosity? Well, After that victory, at maybe least he doesn't need he, the feed it drop that much anymore. I think you're wrong on that because he's, uh, he's I mean, yeah. these things happened. Well, he said he made his statement after he has actually gotten this gold medal, a different generosity. Exactly. So he doesn't seem to think so. At least it seems to, to no, matter. He doesn't. It seems to matter to him. Um, but uh, it's much. Well, I don't can, know what his position is, but it's, of course, useful if you. You have different work lined up if you're saying, I will never work for... No, so that, again, that of, I'm sure uh, he's done in the past, and I'm not sure if he always shared all the feeder politics then. Right, but could, I have no idea. Could easily be. But you could also argue that the, the result you just mentioned could be seen as qualifications uh, for, for this job, uh, I, would, I would say. But um, I'm just saying he seemed um, very upset, and I did, it again comes back to, to my, my, my main point, that, well... If this person is uh, appointed by, let's say, Dvorkovic and Sutovsky and whoever... But your main point about everything is always there should be an independent committee from FIDE that decides these things transparently. No, that... Well, that that, that is... That's... uh, I think you are, again, trying to make fun of me, but... uh, No, no, no. no, no. You're generally... You are, you are, yeah, but I mean, then it will take eight seconds, not uh, three hours. But, uh, like, I think that's... What sums up your last five points? No, there should be an independent committee. Quite a lot. Well, or some kind of transparent process, right? I mean, for instance, well, also, I mean, if they were going to have a new um, head of this committee, why not uh, make it public so people can actually apply for it? I mean, uh, well, Laurent could apply, for instance, right? I mean, there's many, many who could apply for it. You would support me? No. Uh, yeah. No, but that's what I mean. No yeah, would improve your, your chances. Your deputy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your deputy. <laughs> no, but I mean, well, <laughs> what's the point of not doing it? I mean, they actually feed. We have just, I wouldn't say praised them, but pointed to that they put up that you could apply for becoming their market uh, thing director. But why not do it here? Well, I think I know the reason because uh, it's part of politics rather than it's part of uh, looking at uh, just purely the job. Is, but that's uh, I have, I have that a question. Wrong, in my it, opinion. Yep. I have a question. Is it is it is is this job well paid and you don't have to do much? <laughs> that could be that could be interesting. But yeah. uh, how does that work? What are the benefits? You don't know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, ideally, that should be in the the sort of you know when they make public that um, you can apply for the job, they should tell such things. No, I don't know it. I mean. Uh, I have once been asked if I was interested in having the job and they didn't mention any kind of payment or workload. 
That's not going wow. to work, yeah. Who asked you? Transparency. Uh, that was uh, someone from the the committee. I said that it's possible. Then they came. I mean, someone to... from the committee is his Which name. Committee? What is someone, his first name? Name? Sorry, name? Trainers committee. I think uh, people uh, who within feed dares to talk to me should not be outed because that could lead to. Uh, Come on, Peter. We long for an answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good one. <laughs> uh, impressive. But uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. If let's see if he's alive tomorrow. But um anyway, that actually somewhat concludes my main point. Hang on, so there's no transparency if someone from Fide talks to you about business stuff. Uh I think you're missing the point of uh, transparency. Maybe <laughs> no, actually No, no, I just enjoy it greatly. So yeah. the point is they should be transparent about everything because it's Fide unless it's dealings with you. Which should be kept private. <laughs> no, Come on, please I mean, don't put a, don't put a coin in the jukebox. I mean, okay, that's no, that's too much. I disagree. Yeah. I disagree okay, here. It's a joke. It's a joke. No, 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 no. You can't do that. Lecture I'm, on I'm, transparency and where no, no, transparency no, no, please, please. should be done. Will be done. You can't do that. I'm yeah. I'm really sorry. But thanks really for sorry. staying here through the feeder segment. And now, yeah, uh, I don't think many people. You are not thanking too many people, but yeah, okay. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Sasha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. this has been the chicken chess club <laughs> podcast episode 22 as usual bringing you none of the answers but a lot of the questions <laughs> see you next time see you bye